Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C., as always. So, as we get into this game, before we talk about anything, let's talk about who's in and who's out for our Maverick team. As we know, we had about six guys out in this previous game uh, with injury and various other reasons. But in this game, we did have Maxi and Josh Richardson return for the Mavericks. But unfortunately, Kristaps Porzingis, as well as Willie Kallistein, J.J. Redick, and Tyrell Terry were still out. But the Mavericks showed that they are still one heck of a team with just the players that they have. Because when we look at it, in the end, the Mavericks technically only had eight players play in this game. And of those eight, only five scored. And that just goes to tell you how impressive this game was for the Mavericks tonight. I was there in the arena, and I'm sure you've probably seen that due to my numerous posts. Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks take down one of the best in the NBA, the Utah Jazz, 111-103, to and what this means for our Maverick team moving forward. And it was just unbelievable to be there for this game. This was about as exciting as a game could get. Watching all of our players do what they did in today's game was exciting. You had players, obviously, who we didn't expect to have huge performances for the Mavericks tonight. And the first one being, before we get to Luka, because usually I go with Luka's stats first in most of these games. But before we get to Luka, we got to talk about Dorian Finney. Smith, who had his best game as a Maverick in tonight's game, uh, from total team defense to everything that he did for the Mavericks out there today. He played amazing. He had 23 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. He was 8 of 17 from the field and 5 of 12 from the 3-point line in his 34 minutes. He also had 1 steal and 1 block to go along with it. Now, when you look at it, Somehow, he didn't <laughs> affect the plus-minus as he was just a zero. <laughs> he wasn't a plus-anything or a minus-anything. He was a zero out there. But Dorian in this game played insanely good defense against Donovan Mitchell and switching off onto uh, Mike Connolly and a few of the other players that they had on their team, like Bogdanovich and like Joe Ingles, who usually lights the Mavericks up and plays pretty good. But the defense was just just su superior right now. Um, the Mavericks are playing at a level that's hard for many teams to match. The defensive intensity that they're playing with right now is what's going to carry them and make a playoff run this year. And this is what we wanted to see from our team. This is what we talked about in the offseason. This is what the Maverick organization was pushing for. The great, efficient play of Luka. And then the defensive buy-in from everyone on the team that we brought in. Now that we're seeing it, we're getting to see a team who can win in multiple ways now. And we've witnessed this now over the last few games. Um, the Utah Jazz are a team who we know are extremely good considering this is only their 12th loss of the season. But 
the Mavericks held them to just 27% from the three-point line in this game, where they actually just set a record a couple days ago um, for more three-pointers for their franchise. And then to come in against our team, and for us to put up the defensive effort that we did and hold them to a 27% shooting night from the three-point line, that's pretty great overall, especially when you're comparing that to the 47% shooting that the Mavericks gave you from the three-point line tonight. And a lot of that was Dorian Finney-Smith. He had a great, great shooting night for the Mavericks tonight. Um, Big-time threes every time we needed them. Every time it looked like Utah was going to try to make a run, you had one of our guys step up and hit a three. And <laughs> as we talk about Dorian and the amazing play he gave for us, we had a couple other guys in the starting lineup who didn't give us any points, but still helped us win this game, which is insane to think about. As I said off the top, we only had eight guys play in this game, and of those eight, only five scored. Maxi Kleba and Nico Melli had very bad shooting nights tonight. Kleba was only 0 of 2 because he only took two shots in the game. Only had five rebounds and two assists and no points. Nico Melli had 0 points, 7 rebounds, and 1 assist. He was 0 of 7 from the field and 0 of 5 from the 3-point line. Maxi played 34 minutes and Nico played 32. <laughs> now the crazy thing is, Melli still had 2 blocks and a steal in this game too. So he had a presence out there. He was still helping the Mavericks win in different ways. And <laughs> i seen this post tonight where... Um, Everyone's mentioning it, and I think Luca mentioned it as well, that the Mavericks are undefeated ever since we made the trade for Nico Melli. <laughs> uh, of course, I don't think he's the reason why, but I will say he does bring something to this Maverick team. He he goes after rebounds. He's tough in there getting deflections and things like that. He's everything that Dwight Powell was last year and a little bit more for us now. I hate to bash you like that, Powell. I hate to say anything uh, uh, bad about you like that, but... It's just a matter of Nico Melli is giving us a little something right now. And it's really good defense as well. I didn't expect Melli to be any sort of defender or any guy that could really help us on that end of the floor. But he really moves his feet well. He's good at timing some of the, the bounces and some of the um, deflections and things like that. He's he's pretty good at just reading some of the game. And I, I can see why Luca likes playing with him. But um, that's that's the kind of production that we got today from those two not a lot on the scoring end but they gave us a ton of defensive intensity maxi does always what he does he moves his feet well he stays in front of guys and makes things difficult for players when they're trying to shoot uh and, and you just got to see that from our entire team tonight because utah is a, a high power team who definitely usually scores more than 103 points in a game as they barely cracked 100 against us in this game as well because had we held them just at the end of the game we would have held another team under 100 points here and it being the Utah Jazz makes it just that much more impressive because we know what they've been all season everyone knows they are the number one team in the NBA they have the best record in the NBA even after this loss they're sitting at 38 and 12 um, atop the Western Conference and a team that, that is looking to make a push this year um, for the title. But the Mavericks somehow, even without Porzingis, our other star out there, we were able to 
pretty much handle these guys and, and do it pretty efficiently. If not for Mike Connolly's three-point shooting in this game, I think this would have been a route victory for the Mavericks. Mike Connolly had 28 points, three rebounds, and seven assists while going six of ten from the three-point line for them and kept hitting clutch shots just to kind of keep them connected because we were probably going to pull away with this game if not for the shooting that Mike Connolly brought to his team. But it didn't matter um, as far as what he was trying to do out there because every time he hit the three, then Richardson would come down and hit a three, and Dorian would come and hit a three, and let's not forget about Luca. But look, I'm gonna save Luca for last in in tonight's stats because when we look at the guys who um, just gave us a little extra tonight, Josh Richardson was definitely another one of those guys. Uh, had 17 points, five rebounds, and two assists while going six of nine from the field and five of five from the three-point line in his 29 minutes out there. That is something that we definitely were missing from Josh Richardson. The ability to go 5 of 5 from the three-point line um, is pretty good. <laughs> he, uh, he made a few timely threes every time Utah thought they were going to make a run. Richardson would just pull up and hit another three. And his defense, along with Dorian, is just almost shut down. They're, they're guys who make things so difficult for the other team. And if they're now going to give you some offense the way they did tonight it makes this maverick team potent on offense and really unstoppable i don't care who the opponent is i don't care if we're playing against the la clippers or the lakers or the number one team in the nba the utah jazz as we just proved if those two guys are hitting their shots and playing the defense that we know they are capable of it doesn't matter who we're playing we're gonna win those games and i and on that note the Mavericks have now won 19 games in a row when leading after the first quarter, as the Mavericks did have a two-point lead after the first quarter. <laughs> and Josh was a big part of that in the first, giving the Mavericks the lead. The Mavericks now, you can just say it. If we're winning after the first quarter, that is our game. We're not going to lose. We're going to hang on to it. Because as I said in yesterday's episode, if we're winning in the first quarter, that means somebody else other than Luka is shooting good and it's helping our team. And if anyone else does have a good game along with Luka, the Mavericks are pretty much going to win because Luka's almost enough to carry us to most of these wins by himself. So when he has someone come along with him and start hitting shots, especially early in the game like Richardson did, it just gives the Mavericks that extra little push, and it carries them usually to a victory. Well, I can't say usually. It carries them always to a victory because, as I said, when they're leading after one quarter, the Mavericks are now 19-0. and That is another just hugely impressive stat in all the crazy stats that the Mavericks are now building for themselves this season. Um, so I'm not sure what happened with Richardson this morning when he woke up and uh, what he ate for breakfast before this game tonight, but I will say this, keep eating it, go back and have some more, and make sure you bring that same intensity from now on when we're playing. Give us that awesome defense that I just talk about after every game, and then give us some points too, because if you're going to score like that, obviously it doesn't matter what the rest of the starters do, because as I said, we had two starters who gave you zero points in this game. But with Dorian Finney-Smith having the game of his Maverick career, Josh Richardson hitting a lot of open three-point shots. 
along with the man himself, Luka Doncic, giving you 31 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists, while going 11 of 26 from the field and 6 of 11 from the three-point line in his 35 minutes. That is a guy that can lead you to the promised land, especially when you got a little bit of help from your defensive guys out there. Luka, I'm I'm out of uh, pronouns. I'm out of uh, any hyperboles and things like that to say anymore. It's just too impressive what he does out there on a nightly basis. For him to go out and just toy with some of the guys out there. Now, I know they tried to play some tighter defense on him in the first quarter, but there were a lot of questionable non-calls out there. But I won't, won't harp on that. I'm not going to talk about the refs in this game. Um, I, I do that on rare occasions. I, I don't really like to talk about them the referees are never great so it's not worth really wasting my breath on to talk about the bad calls that go on out there but Luca didn't get um you know some of them his way in the fourth quarter and it looked like they were trying to frustrate him but when it mattered most when we needed some points Luca was able to find an open guy or just do one of his patented step back jack three-pointers out there and make sure that the Mavericks stayed in control of this game because the Utah Jazz were um trying to make a run I believe they got it down to about six points at a certain uh, point in the fourth quarter but Luca wasn't having it he, he wasn't going to lose this game tonight and especially let the games of Josh Richardson and Dorian Finney-Smith go wasted so Luca did what he had to do he took over in the fourth quarter and helped this Maverick team take a just great momentum building win this is a game where if the Mavericks lost here Everyone's saying the same old story. Oh, the Mavericks are okay. Porzingis is hurt again. And now they're going to lose to another good team because Porzingis is out. Well, we just showed you that we don't necessarily have to have big games from Porzingis or other players to win tonight. You just need production from the guys that you have out there. And we definitely got that in tonight's game because as we move over to our our bench squad the impressive guys on the bench that do so much for us. The dynamic duo of Jalen Brunson and Tim Hardaway Jr. Jalen is a guy now who I said in my previous episode, he's just found it now. He's got it. His groove is on. He knows where he's comfortable now. He knows how to make plays for our team and is just finding his shot right now. It is impressive watching Jalen Brunson lead the team whenever Luka does take a few minutes to rest or even working with Luka out there to organize our offense. Jalen in this game had 20 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. He was 8 of 15 from the field and 4 of 7 from the 3-point line in his 30 minutes out there. Jalen just does what he does. He is smooth around the basket. He does these really nice uh, layup flicks that he throws up at the rim. They always seem to go. And then now his three-point shot was actually falling for him tonight as well, making him that much more dangerous and hard to defend for other teams because most people are now getting accustomed to watching Jalen Brunson do some of the stuff he's doing for the Mavericks, and they're starting to defend him a little differently. So he's got to hit those three-point shots, and he did that tonight. He pulled up on a few of them and, and just made it look easy out there. And that's just what Brunson does. He's so smooth, calm, and collected. The moves that he makes out there are uh, effortless when you're watching him. And it's just impressive to see from another young guy um, out there helping Luka run our offense. 
And then we get to the other guy. And he didn't have his best probably shooting night um, overall, but still gave us some great production. And that's Tim Hardaway Jr. who gave us 16 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 assist. He was 6 of 13 from the field and 3 of 7 from the 3.9 in his 29 minutes out there. He also had one block, <laughs> which is, hey, I'm going to take it from Tim Hardaway Jr. In the fourth quarter, he did as well. Give the Mavericks um, a little bit of a lift. He did a few drives on the Mavericks. were starting to miss some shots and drove to the basket a few times. And um, I, I don't think anybody expects Tim Hardaway Jr. to have that burst of speed that he does when he's driving to the rim every now and then. I think I noticed that tonight a few times where um, Tim Hardaway Jr. decided he was going to get to the basket, put his head down, and just drove as fast as he could. And as soon as he did it, the defenders for the Jazz didn't know how to react to it. And by the time they could do anything, he was either by them laying it up or they were having to foul him. So it's in another uh, impressive facet of Tim Hardaway's game right now that's helping this Maverick team. And now against a top team who... The Utah Jazz were on a nine-game winning streak coming into this game. I had an exchange with a guy on Facebook where he you know, asked the question, when's the last time the Utah Jazz have lost a game? And you know, I let him know it was 10 games ago. <laughs> you had to go that far back to find a game that the Utah Jazz were not able to pull out a victory from. But the Mavericks ended that nine-game streak tonight and push our own streak now to five games. And this is all on the backs of efficient play of our team right now I, I i don't know who we need to be afraid of when it comes to playoffs when it comes to moving up in the standings when this maverick team is playing the way that they are right now and this game could have been a lot worse for the utah jazz had maxi hit any sort of shot had nico Melli hit any sort of shot and had porzingis actually played in this game um, this probably could have been a bit of a different performance. But that being said, maybe that has more to do with the defense that you get from Melly and Maxi versus probably not so much defense from KP. Because we know he's not a great defender, um, but he usually makes up for that with just shot blocking and three-point shooting and just the point production that he gives us. But in this game, we didn't get any point production from that position, and it didn't matter. The Mavericks were still able to hold... Um, the Utah Jazz at bay and pulled out this victory. When you look at what usually does us in and what has really changed the Mavericks right now, the part that's made them even more impressive when you look at everything that's been going on with them is the rebounding battle. In a game now where you're going against Rudy Gobert, who we know is a rebounding monster machine and usually has very good games against the Mavericks as well, um, he didn't overpower us and we didn't get crushed on the rebounds the Mavericks lost the rebounding battle 56 to 52 which is not bad not bad overall um for us to still be in there and and pushing to get those rebounds it's a good thing for this Maverick team and as we're talking about the reoccurring theme of defense and things like that well the Mavericks now in what three games in a row now have held guys who are notorious Maverick killers and usually have huge games against us to very minimal production um Julius Randle got tied down by the Mavericks who didn't do much Rudy Gobert as a player as I just said usually has really good games against the Mavericks didn't do much in this one either I, I, don't, I don't know I'm starting to get pretty excited when I look at what this 
defense is looking like right now. I know it took a long time to form. I know it took forever for everyone to get in here. But now, I think we can beat anyone in, in this league. I don't think there's a single team that when I look at, because I watch a ton of basketball, when I look at some of these other games and watch their style of play, the Mavericks defense right now is smothering. We are active. We have everyone in all the lanes. We are challenging every shot. We are making everything difficult for our opponents out there. And it's, it's to the point now where I think the Mavericks have a legitimate chance to win a title this year. This isn't the first time I've actually said that. Uh, through all these episodes, through the entire season, even being as positive as I usually am about these games, I still didn't say why I think the Mavericks can win a title. Because I thought maybe we were missing just a little something here and there, and maybe there was something kind of holding us back. But we're starting to pull it together with the defense being as smothering as they are, and our offense now starting to click a little bit. Um, and we still haven't got J.J. Redick in here yet, who's a guy who can just flat out shoot. And in spurts, when he comes in, he will give the Mavericks a lift when it comes to shooting. So this is a team that is poised and ready to make that next leap. And I think we're showing everyone right now that we are a team to uh, contend with. We are a team that can make some noise in the Western Conference and we did that tonight by taking care of the Utah Jazz 111 to 103 in another impressive victory for our Maverick team. As we look forward to our next game coming up this Wednesday against the Houston Rockets at 7 o'clock on Bally Sports Southwest, formerly known as Fox Sports Southwest. <laughs> um, everyone's favorite Maverick watching station. Um, to hopefully keep this winning streak going because the Mavericks are a team right now who are um, moving up in the standings and are locked into that seventh seed at worst right now. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs keep losing, and they were the closest team behind us, but we're not losing any games right now anyway. Um, I don't see us falling to any of these teams coming up. Our best challenge will be that this is a back-to-back -back game setting coming up here next. Uh, the Mavericks play Houston on Wednesday, then turn around and play Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday. So uh, we may not see Luka on Wednesday against Houston. Don't quote me on that, people. I am not sure. I am not an insider. <laughs> but I would kind of wager to guess that Luka or maybe a couple, someone else probably won't play against Houston. And everyone will be there on Thursday against Milwaukee. So let's not freak out, Mavs fans, if we see a little bit of a rest from Luka on Wednesday and get excited for a great showdown again against one of the best teams in the East in the Milwaukee Bucks. So another impressive victory for our Maverick team, taking down the Utah Jazz and showing the world that we are a true contender in the West. So that's going to be it for today's episode, Mavs fans. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did, make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, follow, and share with your friends. And I hope you listen in next time, Mavs fans. Thanks a lot.